Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, comic books, anime, and let you know if it's worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, and today we are talking about One Shot, a new action thriller directed by James Nunn and starring the one and only Scott Adkins. His co-stars include Ryan Philippe and Ashley Green, and the film is, in a nutshell, a military siege story. Adkins plays a Navy SEAL whose small team is tasked with the extraction of a prisoner from a CIA Black Island prison. The plan seems to with a few small hiccups until the prison is attacked by insurgents tasked with killing said prisoner. Gunfights, knife fights, and hand-to-hand fights ensue as the team of Navy SEALs fights to get out with their CIA analyst played by Green and the prisoner played by Walid El Ghadi in tow. Now, I've been a huge Scott Atkins fan since way back in 2006 with his portrayal of Yuri Boyka from Undisputed 2. The man's been cracking out some of the best straight-to-DVD action films of the past decade. Now, I know that the straight-to-DVD comic can come across as somewhat of a backhanded compliment, but I assure you, it is not. While Hollywood was deep into its shaky cam slash quick cut trend, Scott and directors like Nunn, Gareth Evans, Isaac Florentine, and Jesse V. Johnson have been providing the masses with some of the best action films of the past decade and a half. And to all of you who say The Raid wasn't a straight-to-DVD movie, the majority of the people in America and people worldwide didn't see it until after it hit DVD. And mind you, it cost only $1.1 million to make, which is practically nothing in the U.S., and is, till this day, my favorite action film of all time, next to Die Hard, which had a budget of about $35 million. True talent shines no matter the budget, and this is definitely the case here with One Shot. The movie's biggest and most obvious selling points is the fact that the entire film is made to look like a single shot. Although there's one obvious place where I saw there to be a cut, the rest of the edits were hidden quite masterfully. Now like the quick cut trend, the long take trend has made its way to Hollywood big budget flicks. Uh, the throne scene in Last Jedi comes to mind along with the, the church scene from Kingsman. Or they even managed to do it for the entirety of Sam Mendes' great 1917. And I'm going to be honest, I'll take clear easy to follow action over the headache inducing quick cut of a Jason Bourne or Columbiana any day of the week. While it does feel like a gimmick at times, it does not feel like that here. The single take approach immediately had me immersed and held me from beginning to end. It also showed how much giant shootouts need to constantly give the audience a clear sense of geography as so much is happening at once. Uh, The pacing of the film is also quite good as it knows when to take breathers to do what character building is allotted for the time allowed in a situation that's supposed to be taking place in real time. The movie knows when to switch up the action with some moments of stealth knife work and hand-to-hand fights as to not give the audience gun fatigue. No moments ever really jump the shark, and the fight choreography uh, tightly balances the right amount of style with with the efficiency of how soldiers should move. While Scott is known for his high-flying taekwondo kicks, his 540s, his 720s, having him use such flashy moves would have seemed unfit for the tools a Navy SEAL would utilize and definitely would have taken me out of the movie. Scott is excellent in both acting and his action scenes. Ashley Green is also great as the CIA analyst stuck in a situation not meant for her position. Ryan Philippe is probably the weakest link in this film. He's a bit too over the top for me. He's he's tasked with selling some pretty mediocre dialogue, and I just don't think he's really up to that task. That 
being said, Walid uh, El Ghadi, who plays the uh, the prisoner that they're trying to get out, is uh, is very it's very good as well. I just wanted to give him a, a nice shout out there. Great performance, and also by the actor who actors who played uh, the villain. I don't I don't know the guy's name, but I really appreciated that the film doesn't translate what the villains are saying. There are times where the villains of the movie are speaking in their native language, and they don't give it subtitles like they're just kind of like like every once in a while they'll speak english and you know what their what their task is but it's very much a visual uh storytelling tactic which i really appreciate they did the same thing in daredevil in uh season one where they had kingpin talk to a woman who spoke in uh in chinese and they had him speaking back and forth in chinese with no subtitles and you kind of just got the uh got the gist of their conversation just through physical acting and the way you could read their faces and stuff so i really appreciate when a movie doesn't hold my hand too much and yeah so i really did appreciate that the rest of the cast as well is pretty good uh there's a death scene that i would rank up there with with the best of them and a scene that expertly captures the fear of a suicide bomber having to quickly accept his fate when his number is called now, while this is a pure action movie through and through, it does have themes addressing the ethics of torture, even if done for what one could rationalize as valid reasons. Uh, there's a moment that shows how both sides have let their grief and anger lead them to dark places they wouldn't normally go. So it really just kind of shows us all to be human. And, you know, whether you're on the U.S. side, whether on your, you know, you're on the other side. People are people, and they can, and good people can do bad things, and bad people can do good things. All in all, this was a pretty great action flick, and the added thematic layers elevated it above the average action movie. Is it perfect? No, but it's probably the best action film I've seen all year thus far. It promises a roller coaster ride, and it delivers in spades. And I'm going to give it an 8.75 out of 10. Thank you for joining me at First Glance. You can find us on the iTunes podcast app and you can find us on Podbean. I'm Jimmy McKinley. Thank you for joining me.